Welcome back, everybody. I don't even have a really, you know, funny anecdote this week. I'm excited because it's Christmas break. Okay? And, and me and Brian are getting with who we need to get with so that we can relax and chill and rest in our black, beautiful bodies. Brother, I am, yes. before I ask you how you are, I am Josh <laughs> Rogers, in case somebody didn't know who that was. I, I am Brian Hare. And you should have started with, can we talk for a minute? Okay. Girl, I I want to know your name. Can we talk for a minute? Girl, I want to know your name. I don't know if that was in the right key, but I, I did. Last night I, there goes. <laughs> I saw you standing yes. and I started, yes. started pretending uh-huh. that I knew you yes. and you knew me too. Oh, yes. And just like a moment, you were too shy, uh-huh. but you weren't the only one, so was I. And I yeah. dreamed of it ever since. How I built up my confidence. Yes. And next, next time you come my way, I can we talk, talk for a minute? A minute. Oh, yeah! You got me round up. <laughs> we didn't did the jigsaw. Can we talk, Charlie? We sure did. <laughs> Hallelujah to Jesus. Bless oh, his holy name. But this Bless is the podcast. I don't, do we got to do an introduction, perils, praise, productivity, all this stuff. Bro, how are you? <laughs> it's a great day to be black. Ain't it? Uh, in the land of the living. It's a great day to be black and we celebrate black Jesus. <laughs> Shatabana Bahoshiba. The black Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's how we know, and how we know he was black. Okay, let's talk about racism here. Okay. Um, the reason why Joseph and Mary were getting uh, pushed away because they was black and they was in a white town. Mm-hmm. And they say, ain't, ain't no room in this inn mm-hmm. for you for you colored people. Segregation. Segregation is Segregation. the reason why. So that's how mm-hmm. we know Jesus was black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Worse mm-hmm. than a grady baby. Mm-hmm. And then he went over to Egypt because he had to blend in. We had to hide. And so be you with tell the rest me, of the colors. You tell me things. My, 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 my. So we're going to give y'all a little insight into this week. This yep. particular week, we are, we are, we don't have no segments. This is the last yeah. episode. Here it is. This is the last episode of 2021. <laughs> this is like niggas that's about to go on vacation. It we is. We ain't doing nothing. We ain't doing nothing. <laughs> we thought about, we were sitting here playing it. We have the African-American urge to be Listen. on the clock and right. do nothing. And that's nothing. exactly what we're doing. We're taking an extended lunch break and we're just mm-hmm. like, we ain't doing nothing. We don't we don't feel like filtering through the trash of celebrities that give you a billboard. We don't. We don't care about you. Black people do great black things every day, as Brian always tells us. Right. Um, somebody didn't die, so the deaf, the angel, the, the hand of death was not the staying. The hand of death? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and in turn, this is just one big living room conversation. Yes. So we go, you know, we, we just, we sitting here chilling. We got our drinks. We got our coffee, our water, all of our things. I got some, um, some smoked turkey necks boiling on the stove Look as we speak, as we speak. Um, 
You know what I'm saying? So we just chilling, we just chilling and being black. But we do have a song of the week. Okay. And Brian, we've been staying in theme with Christmas songs because we you have. Know, I think I, outside of Brooklyn, I probably smack all the remaining Christmas joy into Brian every year. You because do. He's just around me, and he's just <laughs> he, he, you can't get around. You can't get away from him. I can't. I can't so, run. I found a Christmas classic. Okay. It's a Christmas classic classic. So I want you to guess the song. It's a Christmas classic. I can't give, if I give you any other details, I'm going to give it away. It is a classic. When you think of Christmas, you think this is one of the top five songs you're thinking about, specifically in black culture. In black culture? This Christmas? There you go. See how easy that was? So I found a version of This Christmas. Oh, Lord. By one of the Jigsaw favorites. Okay. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. I mean, it is it is a Jigsaw favorite. A friend of the podcast, friend of life. She's a friend of the podcast. Ready? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get to know you better. The amazing sounds of Dion Warwick, <laughs> forgetting all of the words to all this the Christmas. <laughs> I would love to hear a song with Dion Warwick and uh, Dottie, not Dottie Peoples, uh, Dorothy. Well, that'll be good too. <laughs> Give me that. I would love to hear that. But she's Speaking got of all Dottie Peoples, you mm-hmm. know how we cancel Kelly, but Dottie Peoples' version of "I Believe I Can Fly" ought to live on. <laughs> <laughs> if you've never heard it, family, do yourself. I'm gonna see. Let me make sure that it's on the YouTube. Let me make sure that it's on the YouTube, okay? Um, because I saw it one time on BET Gospel. I was going through the channel. <laughs> <Of course>. mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, and I stopped and I said, What is Wait this? Yes, Dottie Peoples, I believe I can fly is on the YouTube. It was posted by Kadeem Graves eight years ago. Do mm-hmm. yourself a favor. <laughs> Go to the tubes of you and listen to gospel icon. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy people sing I yeah. believe I matter of fact fast forward it to like the last three minutes that's where the glory is <laughs> that's where the glory is that's where the glory is and a little fun fact Daddy Peoples has a feature with Bobby Valentino Lord help us Holy Ghost some things that just don't need to happen it's so good right speaking of things that don't need to happen okay uh, these Oh, there's so many things, but um, mm-hmm. the can we talk challenge? So we we talked about the same. All yeah. the preachers that are getting involved, Ugh. like I'm so glad I haven't seen any. I have purged my timeline uh, of Christopher the Christopher Moore sent us a video of a, I of didn't a play, general I, when, when, I, when I told you that I wasn't going to press play, I was serious. <laughs> uh, I, I played it to my detriment. Mm. Um, Bishop, uh, I'm, I don't, are we calling names out on this thing? I've been, you know, I mean, he put himself out there singing. Uh, Mr. Porter, um, leave some things to the world, right? <laughs> it's like, it was funny, but it was like not funny. Like, leave some things to the world. Like, he's about, can we talk to, I think it was about, can I talk to Jesus or something like that? Bye. Why? <laughs> it's not funny. Come and talk to me. I really want to be your name. 
Be your man, I really want to know. Brian, speaking of that, which song yeah. do you prefer? Which, 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 which version of talking to the people do you prefer? Oh, Can we Kevin. talk Kevin. or mm. come and talk to me? Give me Tevin Campbell. Tevin I mean, Campbell that is, quick, that quick. Oh, it's, it is that quick. I think it's, it's, it's the, the loud and black factor. Right. Mm. You know, black folks, we love to be loud and just loud together. Um, and I hope people don't get offended by, oh, you generalize black people, we all out. But when we get together, like at brunches and events to where we can be loud, mm-hmm. uh, it, can we talk about Tevin Campbell is a song. It's one of the but, songs. I mean, but, but bro, I'm just, I'm just going to do this real quick. Just catch this intro. It don't do it. It don't put you in the mood. It puts me in the mood. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it don't get, it don't get loud. Like, okay, so te- can we talk? And Week are like two of the loud black songs. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm a, like, we're going to test, test the theory right here. Go. Mm-hmm. It comes in harder. It comes in harder. <laughs> and that's when the people started getting up and dancing. And it's, it's, a diff- it's a different thing. Because if you've we, been anywhere with old Josh Rogers, when Tevin Campbell's Can't We Talk come on, I stand up. Listen. It's a two-step. And I belt out yeah. every note. Yeah. <laughs> I am I am probably an alto, maybe a soprano at that point. <laughs> I am singing to the top of my lungs. <laughs> <laughs> but has it's, there it's, been any has there been any other preachers trying to do the can we talk challenge? Uh, other preachers. I I've been trying to avoid gospel. Okay, good. And church folks doing it. But some people, some church people have not let us down. Jonathan McReynolds did a wonderful job. Mm-hmm. He did a wonderful job. But you know uh, Jonathan McReynolds is secular. Listen. <laughs> you know, he just sings the gospel. <laughs> <laughs> but you know he be doing the things. <laughs> I said, "Oh, I'm not here to spread no gospel." Him and Tamar been hanging out a lot recently. Mm. Hello, somebody. Mm. But um, a, a Jason Nelson, you know, it sounded real churchy. Uh, he's such he, a but singer. He, he has a voice. He's a singer. If I could snap somebody's voice and put it in my throat, like and be like, I want to sound like that when I sing. I want that really? raspy, silky voice. Really. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting you say that. I've always said that about Molly. Really, I would okay. take that grungy, raspy. Yeah, because he's, yeah. he's church and he's and he showed us like on Molly is he can go R and B and stuff. So yeah. I would, I would love that. And then what he does? Oh yeah, oh. it's yeah, either I, him I or that Samot dude. Samot, Ooh, he's good. Mm-hmm. He's, I know you're talking about that man. Him and that Sings. beanie cap <laughs> sings. They say down. Um, but I've I've enjoyed the uh, the Cam and Talk challenge. I've enjoyed the seeing mm-hmm. people sing the song. You know, I, I me too. It. It's it's been it's been amazing. Um, there's one thing that I do want to report on though. I know we okay. said we're gonna do no official segments, mm-hmm. um, but let's let's just do this. You ready? I am ready. Mm-hmm. Oh, they don't enough. last long. Oh. <laughs> we get to oh, the point. I know where you're you going. No, you love them because it's every fan's favorite. Enjoy. These are Josh Rogers athletic abbreviations. If you're not aware, I am a major fan of Steph. Wardell Curry. Oh, I thought okay. you were talking about something else. Okay. All right. No. Oh, oh, okay. oh we're going to get that too. You reminded me. Thank you for reminding me. Thank you for reminding me of that. Um, I am a fan of Wardell Curry. I really believe that him and Aisha, me and Asha could be couple friends. We could go out and hang out, do the things. And recently, Steph okay. Curry made history. He's his a, story. Um, he's a point guard for the yeah. sugar 
guard. He's a guard. He's a, he's a, he's a, for, he's a guard for, mm-hmm. the, for the Golden State Warriors over there mm-hmm. in the Bay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Over there were E40 and them, man. Over there were Anthony Walker and them, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Walk to E40 music. Uh, shout out to Anthony Walker coming on last week. And he recently made history and became the um, the player, the number one player in the in the National Basketball Association mm-hmm. to uh, have the most points occurred by by threes. He now has scored Brian two thousand nine hundred and seventy four points. We've discussed it on this podcast that mm-hmm. Wardell Curry has changed the game. He of has. the NBA in terms right. of how it's played and three mm-hmm. point attempts and three points and made and stuff like that. Brian, did did you give them? Are you giving the man the flowers that he deserves? Oh yeah, without a I doubt. I mean, because I know he's like a California rival. You know, no, without a doubt. Like some people, like um, like as a person who loves basketball, I'm a basketball fan. Uh, probably my favorite sport to watch. Um, there, even if it's a person on a different team that I do not like, like in terms of a team I don't like. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to like be like, you know what? That guy's a great player. Steph For Curry, sure. you know, other than not being a great defender, he is a is a, a great basketball player. Um, he's literally changed how the NBA is. Uh, he, the, not the NBA, but the game of basketball is in general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a great representation of all the things. He's a good father, husband, um, you know, uh, he loves the Lord. Um, and he's an amazing basketball player. Uh, he gives hope to kids who are scrawny and skinny um, to to play basketball, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and to be big, like you know, not everybody can be as big as LeBron James, right? Not everybody can jump as high as maybe Kobe or whatever, but um, everybody can shoot a basketball. And he's giving hope to a lot of people out there. So I do, you know, I do give the flowers to uh, Steph Curry, and the Warriors look really good this year. So they have a high high possibility of uh, winning the NBA championship this year. For sure, I've been I've been keeping up in the distance, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. As much you know, I watch all, I watch every game. I got the ESPN packages. Oh. Um, I got the uh, what is it called the sports ticket. I you know mm-hmm. I see the mm-hmm. non regional mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm. You know all mm-hmm. the things. Yep, all the things. Uh-huh. But there was something else that happened <laughs> in basketball. Uh-huh. Two two little teams from separate coasts. <laughs> um, one of them going back. Let's go back to Cali. Let's go, go back, 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 back to, Cali, to Cali, Cali. Cali. And I think it was around. I think they play in the um, the Staples Center, now known as Crypto.com Arena. Crip. Crypto.com Arena. And um, you know, I was just sitting there watching, you know, the game and stuff. And mm-hmm. there was another team on down toward another coast in the south, mm-hmm. the mid south, to be more right. exact. Okay, and and you know, and and they play in this place called the FedEx Forum. <laughs> yeah, you know, so the so the Grizzlies, the Memphis Grizzlies, and the Los Angeles Lakers decided to meet up for a little basketball match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even without John Morant, <laughs> John. Uh, as you understand what I said there, mm-hmm. I feel like the what the, what happened with the Grizzlies, Brian? What, what, can, do you care to you know elaborate? Do you care to? Um, the the Grizzlies beat the Lakers. I'm not yeah, one hundred eight to ninety five. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they and won't. and 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 I wanted to, I really wanted to, you know, what I'm saying, give my my input on what mm-hmm. happened during this game, but there, um, there's a gentleman by the name of Bubba, who okay. I think g- gives us a much better synopsis. And I think he is a true Lakers fan. <laughs> and his sentiments probably ring true for everybody 
who mm-hmm. lives in the greater Los Angeles area. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you hear what Bubba had to say about such okay. a guy. You motherfucking Lakers went out way down to Memphis and lost. They ain't even got Joe Moran. And you motherfuckers went down there and lost again. What's the excuse now? You motherfucker went down there to goddamn Bill Street before y'all went to the game. Down there drinking, partying. AD, you are sorry, motherfucker. Do you hear me? Tucker, trash. Westbrook. Trash, Frank Vogel, trash, Magic Johnson, trash, Kareem, trash. Sucker, y'all. Get my hopes up, then the next day I'm ready to cut my fucking wrist. Sucker, you motherfuckers, man. And that has been another edition of Josh Rogers. I don't have anything else to say. What a magic What 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 Kareem Kareem have to do? Uh, where that clip of Nene was like, how my name get in? Now how my name get in? You see how, how my, my name get in stuff? I ain't even did that. My, my name always in stuff. I love, I, I love passionate black people. Real energy. So Brian, were you were you as disappointed as Bubba? Uh, you know, seeing not- that, seeing that the Grizzlies were were shorthanded. I, I'm, am I disappointed? I'm disappointed in the fact of like, dude, come on, it's the Grizzlies. Like, like you know, they shorthanded. And like it was the end, the, the 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 final score suggested it was closer than it really was, but it wasn't really that close. It mm-hmm. was the Grizzlies for the most part were just out there just balling. Um, so yeah, I'm a little disappointed in what that is. I hope for the Lakers get it together. Um, it's weird because they will have like a really good game where they'll win and winning surprising, not surprising, in a convincing fashion. And then the next game they just get like blown out or they just look really terrible. So I don't know what's going on. They look bad, but you know, I guess it is what it is. And uh, speaking of Nene, okay, um, her birthday. I'm, I was thinking about about a clip that I was thinking. I can't remember the clip. I wish I could find it. Where she's like, "I'm rich. I'm I'm rich." Uh, and that's how I feel right now because now I'm French pressing my coffee. Oh, you have you came on over. I'm over now. I'm over. You to came the on price. over. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not basically like the rest of you hoes. I'm, no. I'm out. <laughs> Because Brian, were you doing the Nini? I mean, were you not the Nini? Were you doing the uh, the Keurig, or were yeah, you doing the, the 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 thing? I was the, I was doing the Keurig. I was doing the Keurig Keurig K cups. Mm. Um, and I went the French press, and I went out mm-hmm. and uh, supported you know our, our brother um, mm-hmm. uh, at Black and Bold. So I bought a couple of their uh, items. So it definitely has a great flavor, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm 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 not going back to the. Uh, I still have the Keurig. If I like need a quick cup of coffee, I might do that because the, you know, I gotta like boil the water and pour the stuff and all that kind of stuff. And so, but uh, yeah, I'm 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 not basic anymore. I'm not basic anymore. So listen, I, it's the thing. I, I am. I'm trying. I'm going to level up one more time, and I'm going to give me a oh. pour over. Oh, mm-hmm. when you put like the lamb's cloth over the oh the glass. Oh, that, that's really that's really bad. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah, I'm going to do that um, because I remember when I used to go to um, Starbucks for whatever reason, stop mm-hmm. serving like their darker roast after a certain time of the day, and they'd be like, "All we have is to pour over." And they'd be like, "But it's going to take." I'd be like, "I'll wait because it's better <laughs> brewed anyway that way." Right. And right, they right. they used to have an add to two, which you know Starbucks got that open kitchen, so you can't mm-hmm. spit in my drink. Make my drink, Molly. <laughs> make speaking of Molly, did okay. you watch this episode of Insecure? I sure did, and I'm ready to discuss it if you want to. Are you gonna be so insecure? 
Yeah, let me tell you about your blacks real fast. Okay. Y'all went online and bought these Jazz with Sullivan tickets and tried to resell them like they Jordan ones. I'm not. I'm not going to see the woman the guy for twelve hundred dollars a ticket. I'm sorry. Not at all. I just no, no, thank you. I'm not doing it. Not and I partially blame her team. The Roxy was way too small. Which hotels small. did amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, people haven't been able to go to concerts for almost two years now, um, bearing a few festivals and stuff that's been going on. But you know what I'm saying? For the most part, most of us ain't been to concerts for a very long time. And you put her at the Roxy. Right. And then on top of that, like you, we all know, if you've ever been to any type of concert, right? Um, like, for instance, when you and I went to the Musical Child Concert, our wives went to the Musical Child Concert together. And although it was for the music and the magic, too. And Chris with his date that he didn't tell them oh, about. That was amazing. He snuck in. That was a great time. And Chris <laughs> was like, tipping and dipping. <laughs> and then Asher was like, <gasps> like, <laughs> shout out to Chris Morris, tipping and dipping. Um, that was a long time ago. He's married now. He's living He's a now. good life. They're yeah. now. That woman don't uh, matter. Right there. She's, you know, non-existent. <laughs> um, but, like, even though it was music and the magic, he sang songs off of Love and music off of uh, I just want to sing Soul Star. Uh, just listen. So he's like all these songs. So Jasmine's going to do the same thing. So she why would you? Is. Hotels was a, was a great great album, right? But she's like you. You can't put her in a small venue, right? Which is most of it standing room only, unless the top you go to the you know the chairs at the top. But it's it's too small of a venue for her. Too way too small of a venue. Way too small. That was a brief so to, commercial to your point. break. Brief commercial break, Brian. Yeah. Initial thoughts yeah. on Insecure. And, bro, we're on episode eight. There are two more left. I was just about to say that. And see, this coming Sunday and the Sunday after Christmas. Um, Great episode of Insecure. One of my favorites this season. Yes, because it was, I think, to me, and spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it, whatever. Uh, it's been plenty of time from the time that it dropped to, to the episode time you're listening now. But... Um, I think the the few things. First, I'm gonna start with the fact of the. Uh, no, I'm gonna do this first. I'm gonna shout out a friend of the podcast, friend in real life, right? Sean Gatlin, a friend of the podcast, friend in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, when we had our um, watch party, watch party, he was adamant. He was adamant that Nathan was irrelevant and would it just had no shot whatsoever. And you were saying, well, nah, I, I don't think Nathan's gone. I think Nathan is going to be alive and well and be around. Mm-hmm. And as we can see, Nathan is still around. Nathan's made it to at least episode eight. And they're in a full relationship, talking about moving in together. He's more than just around. Yeah, he's in there. He's in there. They're in a full, full-blown relationship, talking about the future and um, and all that kind of good stuff. Um, but to that, going a little further, it was cool to see how she was really um, making decisions mentally mm-hmm. and then showing how one decision could pretty much change or not change, but direct her future for like the next 10, 20 years. Yeah, for sure. And by however decision you make can drastically um Affect the future, and I thought that was pretty. Oh, and I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring something later on. But okay, uh, I think that if you look at the theme of the episode, I'm going. I'm going all over the place. Even within that, when uh, Kelly was sitting down with um, the parents, like when they were talking about the wheel and not having saved money over time and all that kind of stuff, like making decisions like right now can pretty much affect your whole future. Everything, for sure. Everything. And I thought, and, and putting all this together, I think the episode was kind of like, 
oh, snap, the choices we make right now are going to affect maybe the next five, 10, 15 years. And then the pressure of making those mistakes, of making the right mistake, making the wrong mistake, the pros and cons of both sides. Like, what does that look like? And I think that's what I kind of took from that episode was making the right choice. But you know what's crazy about that, too, is that it also mm-hmm. speaks like considering the episode that we had last week about, you know, getting our money right. Mm-hmm. Like her dad did. He, he invested in the 401k. He did yep. it, but mm-hmm. he just didn't have enough savings and stuff to, like, cover what was necessary. Mm-hmm. And that speaks to a greater issue. Like, where was the health insurance if there was any health insurance? And like, how right. do retirees maintain health insurance and right. all these other different types of conversations? I had to pull mm-hmm. from the 401k to pay for your mom's medical expenses. Mm-hmm. So it's, it goes back to that thing of, like, you know, systemically, some of the things that black people face that keep us right. from having or ascertaining certain levels of wealth mm-hmm. because we we have the stuff that we do have saved. If something happens, oh, we yeah. got to tap into it and use it, you know what I'm saying, to, mm-hmm. to make sure that we can take care of our loved ones. Now, I will give Sean credit, you know, mm-hmm. going back to Sean saying that Nathan would mm-hmm. be a non-factor. I do think we're seeing him um, fade into the distance because clearly – Mm-hmm. Issa isn't over Lawrence. No. My no. point, I never thought that Issa and Nathan, let me just be clear for all of you all who listened and listened well. Okay. Mm-hmm. I never thought that Issa and Nathan were going to run off into the sunset. Okay. I just didn't think that he would disappear. I just didn't. The way they built it up from the season before, I was like, mm-hmm. this dude is going to be here in some capacity, right? right? right. I didn't think it was going to be this deep. Mm-hmm. I will. Like, I'm not even going to hold you. But I did right. think they were going to try to figure it out. And they're in like a full relationship. But if you look at her, Brian, mm-hmm. she's like kind of she's not totally into Nathan. No. And I think I think she's I think real quick. I think the fact that she's even it's funny. I run that this, this episode was called Choices. Mm-hmm. I think we what we saw with Issa this season was mm-hmm. her being very definitive about her choice. And I feel like she made mm-hmm. this decision and now she's forcing herself to stick with because she don't want to be the inconsistent chick and blah, blah, oh, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Oh, and yeah. that's what I think she's kind of in this space of, I made this choice. I'm going stick, I'm, I'm to stick beside them. <laughs> yeah. And and I think, <clears throat> I think it's tough because I just feel like she's trying to stick by the decision that she's made, but she still doesn't have the closure that she that she feel like she needs with Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would hate for the show to end. And I doubt it. She will. The show to end without getting some type of like closure or conversation kind of, yeah. or with Lawrence, with Lawrence moving on. Like, you know, cause at this point, but then that would be a crazy end to the show. Cause we would all be like, like but, did, but did but isn't that low key how it happened last season? They were kind of out of each other's life, and then those last two episodes, mm-hmm. they hit us with the date, and then mm-hmm. the last episode was like the baby. Like, and here yeah. we are at nine and ten again. It's I feel like it's the same formula. Yeah, like we slowly oh. introducing Lawrence back. We saw parts mm-hmm. of his life, what was going on in the beginning. He kind of mm-hmm. faded away. He kind of yep. reappeared now in this kind of dream, and then I feel like she's gonna finally return that phone call, and they're going to. Or they're going to be in some type of event. I can say, or ooh, ooh, mm-hmm. what could happen is Tiffany and Darius going away party. That's going to happen. That's going to be a that's thing. That's going to maybe that's the thing. They that's see the each thing. other and maybe and who here's here's another twist. Uh-huh. Maybe Nathan notices their energy. Maybe mm-hmm. Issa doesn't even have to make a choice. Yeah, Nathan maybe Nathan, makes Nathan the notices it and was like, and then calls it out when they get home. And mm-hmm. she can't get. She has to do the whole. 
she doesn't answer, but her not answer is pretty much her saying that, yeah. that she's still with Lawrence. I can, I can kind of see. But, you know, part of me wants Issa to stay in that lane and make a choice. I don't want the writers to give her the easy way out. I want her to break up with Nathan. Yeah. I either, want either be happen. with him or break up. Like, or break up with him. Make don't the decision. Let, don't let him give you the cop out. Choose Nathan or choose Lawrence. Don't right. let Nathan make the choice for you. That's what I right. don't. Or just want. choose yourself. Say, you know what? I'm I'm not in the place. I'm choosing my career. Or be with Crenshaw. Right. Because he is. Can, can we go there for a second? We can go there. So let me tell you what irritates me about Crenshaw and the likes of the Crenshaws. Okay. I am all for building up your community mm-hmm. and um doing like you know saying staying true to your authenticity and all the things that come with and I, I specifically believe if you're supporting creatives in the way that blow cc does mm-hmm. that um you should remain authentic and advocate for the artists um or the creatives or whatever that you with right so i don't think i think he was childish in how he put his beef out there with isa yep. but i do not I do not disagree with him being angry with Issa Mm -hmm. about how she navigated that space in those spaces. Mm -hmm. That leads me to this. Oftentimes, I think, here's that thing about burning bridges and stuff like that. I think oftentimes we get so caught up in not having conversations and not, you know, and when, even though Issa had a trash olive branch, (laughs) I feel like there's (laughs) an opportunity to, to have a real conversation. But now that you've tried to host your own event, you own this girl's proverbial dick because right. now you're like, this is hard. I yeah. need you. You see I what I'm saying? Right. And now, you know what I'm saying? And you're kind of forcing her to be in a space. Do I go back to my roots of what block is supposed to be about curating mm-hmm. black experiences for, mm-hmm. you know, LA and current culture. But right. it was, it's really shady that it took you failing to realize the level of partnership that y'all could have had together. And that, and, and I, that's just a, and this isn't the greater conversations, although we don't have a segment today, we all going to get to that in real life. Um, but that is the, the greater conversation of that for me, Brian. And I, and I really want your take on it. Cause I, let me know if I'm stretching here is that how people like we're so quick to cancel and throw people away without right. conversation. And then we find ourselves in a situation where we can kind of acknowledge maybe why, a person, and I'm t- and I'm not talking about anything super egregious, right? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about specifically with situations similar to like what an Issa did, like that. We can kind of see why. Okay, I see why she may have been more cautious because mm-hmm. it takes a certain level of whatever to get these things done. Or right. I see her real value. So while we disagreed in this space, we can reconcile this, and then you know what I'm saying. So like, am I reaching right. or like is you know? Uh, no, I don't think you're reaching. I think the the whole situation was tough, right? Yeah. I understand. I think Crenshaw, being the artist and creative, uh, he was immature in the fact that he didn't really see Issa's, Issa's like her side, right? For sure. Even though she navigated incorrectly, I think it was a situation where yeah, she, she was went like, right. Either she navigated no. poorly too. Yep. This, but this is her first opportunity to get it back. So she's like, I don't want to lose this bag and this opportunity, but I also want to put on some money from my neighborhood. Right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I understand that, and, it's, and some of us who are in 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 corporate spaces or in in places where you know we've had to be in those positions where it's like, like, what decision do I make? What choice do I make? Do I like go after this bag, or am I going to be authentically mm-hmm. who I am? You know what I'm saying? And be like, you know, I'm riding for the culture, um, and that's what I think she was, and she ultimately chose the bag, chose the partnership. Um, but I, and again, he just went a little too far as far as the calling her a, uh, you know, 
uh, what did he call her? Basically, he went on Twitter and started dogging her and stuff like that. And, but they and they never really had a conversation, right? They had a conversation, right. but they didn't. They didn't have yeah. a conversation because, like I said, she approached it in a very whack way. With like, what was it, donuts or cupcakes? Uh, or something? No brownies. Brownies. I knew it was some uh, kind of olive uh, uh, brownies. Olive uh, brownies. Olive brownies. Yeah. Brownie, yeah. Insecure, awkward, Issa, awkward black girl, right? But right. then him. But like, and I think after he told her off and explained why, like. For me, I think, and maybe this is just a stage I am in my life. If I'm in that space, and clearly what we did, although I didn't advocate for you, clearly what we put together made magic. I'm mm-hmm. like, bet. All right, this is how I feel like you've wronged me. I don't want right. your brownies, but let's have a deeper conversation. Right. And let Issa get to a space where she can kind of talk it through, let her see where she was wrong. And then, right. you know, it's because now it's like, I see the benefit of work with you, Crenshaw, later, but it's almost, and this goes back to her choices. I feel like she sees the benefit, but it's like, how we ended things was like we can reconcile without ever partnering again. Right. It's almost like that forgive, but you kind of keep them at a distance and you can feel that trust again. And I feel right. like that's just what it is. Like this is a major endeavor. And here's the here's the thing that I and I don't, I don't want to jump the gun. I'm all over the place too, Brian. You okay? But why does she have to choose? And that's what I love about Molly. Why couldn't it be both and? Because I rem- if I remember, mm-hmm. wasn't the original idea to do the NWB or NBW with Crenshaw? Yeah. So like, I'm trying to figure out, like, why is her mind taking her to the space of having to choose? And, and that's I don't I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I think I think she's still probably stuck in the can I which OK, which doesn't make any sense. I'm like, I think I'm thinking her mind is like, do I do this partnership? And if I do this partnership, do I feel like I can go all out with Crenshaw? But the thing is. The dude liked Crenshaw's event. He liked all yeah, that. Yeah, so when, yeah, when it started, yeah. So I, like, said, but I think, I'm sorry. No, no, saying? no, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm th- the only thing I'm thinking is maybe the, they represent two different things. And when when her oh, vision, yeah. mm-hmm. her, the, the, it, it was the, I'm going for the partnership. This is the upscale corporate joint. Or I'm going for, I'm going for, and, oh, it was the upscale corporate sold out. Because if you look at it, she got all the nice fancy house, the the cars, the money, first class. She mm-hmm. restrained her hair, which you know I don't know if people noticed that, that she straightened her hair, which mm-hmm. is a sign of like you know I'm different. Um, and then she was like, I'm going back to LA for the weekend, so she pretty much like left, turned her back on our hometown, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then the other uh, with Crenshaw, Crenshaw represented. I'm staying here for my people. Uh, I'm grinding with my people. I'm doing things in my neighborhood, my community. I got the key to the city. My, I got curls when I'm getting my key to the city. Like my hair texture is different, right? Mm-hmm. I'm staying true to the city, but then I'm in this apartment still, you know, grinding. So I think it was basically just Crenshaw represented the city, the B, uh, the MWB, whatever it is. They represented like the, the possibilities of global success, right? Because she was on the panel with you know, Elaine Roth, Walter Roth in Michigan. So one is global success. Other one is like, Putting it down for my city, which is in again in in black culture, that's a that's a whole topic of discussion. That's the thing, yeah, for sure. That whole right. reaching back and the pressure to reach back and to like create things and resources and spaces for our community, specific to our communities and our culture. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I didn't think about it that way, Brian. That's really good to kind of maybe it represents the um, the dichotomy of what does what does these different levels of success look like mm-hmm. if I make specific choices. Um, so I appreciate that. But but to your point, I do think that 
I think Molly gave her great advice at the end. I was right. like, you know what you want to do, girl, and just do that. Right. Um, and there is no wrong answer. I don't think there's no right or wrong answer either. Mm. But I also think, like you, like we kind of pointed out, is with the original kind of, uh, and we can wrap up insecure because we can turn this into a whole episode. Um, right. Unless you want, you got something that you want to add. No. I'll um, um, I do think we can go back to the original premise of the NWB or whatever it is and Crenshaw being a thing together and she right. doesn't have to abandon either idea right. um, so I'm interested to see how that decision making plays out and what that looks like because to your point the white boy loved it he loved mm-hmm. all the extraness of it and the last thing I want to say about Insecure is that Molly then finally found a man for her and who would have thought it was going to be Torian right they brought my, him back my, around right my fictional Morehouse brother <laughs> right and and i like uh and let's 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 give that brother some props right let's give him some he said hawaiian and wings listen intentionality is a thing gentlemen gentlemen brothers yeah intentionality is a thing listen brother. being thoughtful is a thing it's like thing. and he gave her know. space without trying to throw his dick in the situation because yeah. you know many times we'd be like you want to oh, well, i can still come over we can kick it like no she like, like no she just needs space to decompress like her parents like her mama almost died she just right. got through planning pretty much life after their death like it's a mm-hmm. lot and she don't want nobody but then right. you gave you added the value to her space by making sure she had something to eat brought one now i will say she had he it was wing stop but it is LA, so you know. Does Roscoe's deliver, Brian? I don't know. But I, not like <laughs> can no. you Uber eat Roscoe's or whatever? Um, but anyway, like t- intentionality is is a thing. I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, no, that, that, but I was. I think that was the thing that was the fact of like he. To your point, he uh, he was like one. I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to talk about it, let me know. I'm not gonna force you to talk about it. Which is something that a lot of times people would be like, come on, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. Mm-hmm. He was like, nah. If one, he was like, you know what? You had a rough day. Like, I'm sorry to hear that. Sorry you're going through all this stuff. I'm here to talk if you want to. Um, but just let me know. I'm I'm putting the ball in your court. I'm here sure. to I'm here to talk if you want to. And then on top of that, he knew that she had a bad day and he did something about it. So I'm gonna say there are people out there that do stuff like that. Uh, it is real. I don't, I don't, you know, some people are like, oh, it's on TV. Where do you find that people on Amazon? Like, okay, how can I order somebody like that? It's it's not hard, gentlemen. It's not hard. It's just it's not really hard. Just taking notes, really being sensitive and aware of what's going on in the situation and, and doing those things. Um, and, and it goes a long way. Goes and long women, way. maybe maybe the next prayer instead of praying Sierra's prayer, you need to play Molly's prayer. <laughs> Listen, and we Molly has two episodes. Do not mess it up. And speaking of prayers, all right, all here goes right. My theory: a theory about Sierra and and Russell. Okay, okay. people be like, "Oh, what's Sierra's prayer?" I'm like, Russell was the one I was praying. Was he, he? He got. I think he got the one. I think he got the come up. You see his ex-wife. In terms of the type of woman, for sure. <laughs> but did you see Future? And I'm a Future stand. But in terms of a husband, Brian. Oh, they both was praying. They both was praying. <laughs> they had they was they was they was in a seat in their separate closets. What's that Listen. movie? War Room. War Room. <laughs> War Room. Reverend the Saints love War Room. It. They was going they, off about they was War going Room. On, and they I watched that movie and I was like and trips to the war. Bro, they was renting out whole theaters <laughs> and having after intercession terriers after that movie. I'm like, I mean, it was good, but I grew up on Intercession, like listen, what you pray is, things yeah. will change. Listen, the culture, right. culture, culture people always gave us the the cliche: pray until something happens. 
Right. We're we going to push. Twinkie said push in the Holy Ghost. That's what she said <laughs> on, the, on, the, on the laugh one last time out. Speaking of the okay. okay. They re-released their original Christmas album. Maddie and them girls could have kept that in the vault. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, you don't hear me ever talking bad about Maddie's girls, but Brian, mm-hmm. they could have kept that one in the vault. Locked. And load. It is first of all, I'm not gonna say it's poorly produced. It was produced in the 70s, so you have to okay. give grace and credence for that. Even for the people who do remastered versions, like I listened to, like one of Aretha Franklin's remastered CDs. That joint okay. still sounds like they recorded it in that Alabama studio that you know from from the movie, bro. It just respect. It's, yeah. it's just it just <laughs> still sounds. You know what I'm saying? The quality and of the engineering and stuff wasn't the same, and it's uh-huh. only so much you're going to be able to do without taking away from the authenticity of the record. So I'm not right. even talking about the production value here. But that Christmas album is just not good. <laughs> it's <laughs> not good. Now, they're new. The one they did like in 08, 09, solid uh, for, right. to me, top to bottom. It's only one song on there, and it is um, Jay Moss's brother, Bill Moss Jr. Oh, my God. <laughs> that song is terrible. It's a hard listen. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, I, I, you made me think of I thought about Maddie's Girls. Yeah, I, I, I that was bad. I thought about Maddie's Girls uh, because I was, you know, just driving around somewhere, and um, uh-huh. I don't know if you remember the song. I'm trying to sing it for a little bit. Okay, go ahead. Like, Could there still be a chance left for me? I'm, I'm way off key and all that kind of stuff. To have all the things my soul needs. Is this the day my heart longs for a way? My star to cry, but allow for me to say, I'm going to go to the, uh, because I have no idea what you're saying. Now what my heart longs to hear, simply yes, like music to my ears. You don't know that song? <laughs> it was off of the, it was off, it was on the album when, um, after, um, Twinkie left. Oh, when it's just three in the middle of the trio? Yeah, the album, the Miracle album. That is the Clark Sisters Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> that is their fresh. <laughs> that is their fresh. Remember, I didn't listen to that one like that. I don't know. Like, what are My you mom doing? had that one. My mom it's had it's that not one. bad. Actually, a um, little known fact we could jump off the clock. I think B.B. Wine has produced it. Um, okay, that he, sounds like a B.B. Wine. Yeah, song. he produced that album. And he actually, that's probably why on the album, I think Jackie started getting more singing opportunities because. He was able, like, he understood, I think because they grew up together, he understood her voice. And, oh, here's the other little known fact. Donald Lawrence wanted to produce it, and they thought he was too young and too inexperienced. So they let um, B.B. do it, but then Donald came back and did and showed his work on Finally Karen. And they was like, you could have did it, bro. That was an album. That was an album. album. And imagine (laughs) if Donald produced that trio album. Like, maybe they wouldn't have broke up for all those years. Mm Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Maybe uh, Dorena might not try to commit suicide. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the bridge. I am still here. Yeah, it's, it's by, by the, grace. the grace of God. Yo, Ryan. shout out. Yeah, go ahead. Shout we shout out. Shout out to Kiki who um, Kiki had a ceremony because she got married last year because she was horny. And she wanted to Hello. do it the right way. <laughs> so she didn't want to burn. So she said, I'm gonna have this COVID ceremony with this uh with this outhouse dress. Because she looked like they was going camping in that first dress and suit that they had on last year. But they saved <laughs> their money <laughs> and they had all the fancy stuff 
mm-hmm. this year, and they had they uh, on their one anniversary they celebrated. So shout out to Kiki and Jordan Kelly. I don't care. I, I don't think it's his name. name. No, y'all don't hate on that man. Don't hate on that I'm man. Don't y'all hate on that man. <laughs> I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send him a, a year supply of Newports. That's what no. he smokes. <laughs> <laughs> or some Swisher sweets. <laughs> no, Jordan Kelly from Detroit. He smoked black and miles. Right. His fingernails always dirty. <laughs> you know he's a landscaper. I went to his IG page. He's a professional landscaper. He has his own landscaping company. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so, cash and, business. That's a cash business. Oh, you, you think he? Mm-hmm. You think mm-hmm. he's selling the ganja? Hey. Well, he's a part of the Black Mafia family too. There's some big meaches in, in oh, the prisons there. They think a big meach. Oh, Larry, Larry Hoover. Did you listen to his <laughs> new album? I haven't. I don't listen to one song. I his AKA to one probate little... album. Listen, man, that all white on. All white, doing the Ivy. What are you doing? What are you yeah, doing? All white. Nigga look like a reversed Oreo. Listen, <laughs> church mothers were proud. <laughs> Terrible. Proud. He had on some. He had on eggshell. He had on bone. <laughs> he had on bone. <laughs> he had on bone. I love bone. My mom. My mom used to throw that out there. I need some bones. I need a bone I dress because it's winter. Suit. I don't wear right. no white in the winter. You wear bone. <laughs> right. My um. That thing was serious, man. Oh, man. Like, my mom had a white suit for like every season. I'm trying to find the album cover. Where's I think at? I low key think he changed it because of he probably oh, heard the, all the the, the rah rah. Yeah, because now the album looks like it's like a green album cover. Because it was funny, it was like this white album cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mom had a suit for you know eggshell, bone, and I've not I, I, ivory, cream, <laughs> cream, and they're all different colors. Oh, they, they're, they're all are. different shades. There are. I didn't know. I didn't know there were different shades of white until you know. Uh, it came to the different seasons, and my mom had a, a, probably a ten white suits or white dresses or something. Oh yeah, you, know, you know we believe in holiness in this church. Holiness is still holiness. right. Holiness without a witch. Ooh. No man shall see the Lord. Ooh. Holiness without witch. That's a, what song did that come from? That's, is that Ricky uh, Diller or James Hall? That's James Hall. I'm gonna say I know I know it was one of them uh, one of them loud brothers. <laughs> right. Speaking of that, okay. Um, have you done your Apple Music playback list? Oh, who have you been listening to this year? Great tra- transition, King Brian. <laughs> no, you. Um, <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, so, and, what, and, and do you feel it was accurate? So I feel it was. I feel it was accurate adjacent. Okay. And I'll All tell right. you why. So Apple told me that I've listened to over 659 different artists. I don't know because I listen to a lot of the same people. Now, mm-hmm. I do go to the new music thing every Friday and kind of okay. just peruse. So maybe right. that one click does count. And then I do listen to a lot of one-off songs that become my spirit. And every now and again, I just go to my Apple library and press shuffle and let it play. Now, my issue with that is that my music taste is so diverse. So it will go yes. from holy, holy, Absolutely holy, right. literally to Slob juicy jack slob. <laughs> literally. And I will vibe it with every emotion. Listen, I just through, and I will stay. Right the lips. I will stay my right lips. Um, but you know, they give you your top ten. Oh, and this is why I said it's accurate adjacent, because um before I give you the order, they have Bruno Mars, Silk Sonic, and Anderson Pike in my top ten. But I feel like Bruno's probably up there because of Silk Sonic, but also because I listen to a lot of independent Bruno. I don't mm-hmm. listen to a lot of Anderson Pack by himself. 
I listened okay. to him, but not enough for him to have been in my top 10, not 12 hours of my year worth. Got it. Um, so I'm just going to give that caveat as I give these people. So I might give y'all more than my top 10, mm-hmm. only because I feel like I want to overcompensate for Silk Sonic and and um, what's his face? I mean, Silk Sonic as a group, and then Anderson Pack because you know, you know that's that's all kind of like one. But anyway, my number one is Kirk Franklin. I don't think there's a year okay. that's ever gone by that he has not sat in the number one seat. I listen okay. to Kirk in and out of season. I go from the family to um, Long Live Love, whatever this last album was. Uh, okay. I listen, I, and I, then I played the album, the song with him and Ryan Carey a few times, the Christmas okay. album song that he just did. So I'm Kirk Franklin. And then when I feel like I really need to get reconnected to God, y'all go yes. be, I go to Kirk. I go to Kirk, Walter Hawkins, and Milton Bronson. Those are the three. Okay. That, those are the people who get me through. <laughs> those, people okay. get me through. those songs speak to my spirit. Uh, because, <laughs> I mean, now Kirk is a lot of times theologically challenged. He is. I'm not going to even hold you. But not about a dollar. Yes. You know, no. Yeah. But Kirk writes a song <laughs> and he can he speak to the sentiment of the time, the sentiment of an emotion, and and give it that 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 level of hope and grace that is necessary to pull you through. And even beyond that, he got some songs that should make you feel good. He does. Um and when you don't want to feel and I don't feel like the rah rah and I still want to feel good, I go to Kirk. It's the best of both. Yeah. So Kirk was my number one. Sitting in number two spot was Bruno Mars. Um, I'll give y'all the caveat for that. Number three was Drizzy. Um, four is Silk Sonic. You know, five is Anderson Pack. Um, six may or may not be a surprise. It is Onika Mirage, better known okay. as Nicki Minaj. But that's be- that is because the Beam Your Scotty mixtape came out, <laughs> and my <laughs> favorite Gucci song is Slumber Party. And the version of her mixtape is better than the, the the underground version that he has on Apple Music. So, okay. And I worked out to that song a lot, um, Slumber Party. So um, that's there. Um, Aaliyah comes in at number seven. Um, Jodeci at number eight. Beyonce at 10. Um, nine, I'm sorry. And Sam Henshaw at 10. And my two honorable mentions to kind of make up for that Silk Sonic uh, thing was Migos and Chris Brown. Okay. <laughs> and... Which is surprising. I'm looking at my list right now. Chris Brown wasn't even in my top, which is like weird. Nowhere near your top. Top. Not even in. No, I don't see it in my list of the the song, the artist. I don't, unless I'm missing something. I don't see Chris Brown. So I mean, I didn't listen to a lot of Chris Brown this year, which is shocking. Um, Well, that's probably because you told the man that he can't sing. I just think he cannot but go sing. <laughs> I just I, when I think about vocals. Go ahead, I don't Brian. We're not Chris we're not Brown. we will lead this to twenty one. All right. So <laughs> so I listen to seven hundred and eighty nine different artists, which oh, okay. is That's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I, that is. But I listen to you know, I listen to the white folks. Um so some days I'd be like, you know what, I want to listen to the white folks today. Um and it can be white folk music, it might be uh uh rock music, whatever it is. So another thing is too, I'm a few I'm gonna have to get rid of because I do have a child. So, Baby Lullaby Academy was her <laughs> sleeping music at one point. So, that doesn't sure. count. Mother Goose Club, that doesn't count. Uh, and then Cedarmont Kids doesn't count. Pitch Pink, Fo- Pink Fong, Pink Fong, which is basically Baby Shark. And that was three hours worth of music, which means I played Baby Shark three hours worth of music this year. Um, so, we'll get rid of those. But let's, the top 10, my, my list is, is interesting. Okay. All right. So number one, the most person I've listened to all year long, which makes sense in Music Soul Child. Clearly mm. my favorite artist. Give me one catalog to live the rest of my life with. I'm I'm picking music. It's just not even close. I'm you know, not even close. Music Soul Child, I will listen to him every single day. 
The next one is a little weird. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to give context. Okay. Earlier this year, if y'all listen to the podcast, you know, I went on a deep dive to give Drake a try. Mm. So Drake is number two in terms of all the music I listened to this year as an artist. Okay. But I have been, and you know, in time past, I've, I said it before, I, I don't wake up and be like, you know what? I want to listen to Drake. Now I do. I'll wake up and be like, you know what? I want to hear ignorant stuff. I'm, I'm you know, ignorant-ish. And okay. I'll listen to, to that song. I'm not mad um, at it. Usher came in next. And I went back and- We know who your king of to. R&B is. Go ahead. I've been going back and listening <laughs> to uh, Confessions. Confessions has been like, you know, on repeat almost. When I do my- my uh, my road trip for work, Usher has been. I just put confessions on and hit play. Mm-hmm. Um, Anderson Pack came in there. Uh, you Kendrick, think that's because of Silk Sonic, or do you genuinely listen to that much Anderson? I listen to a lot of Anderson Pack, but the Silk Sonic, which is also on the list, increased the number of Anderson Pack that I listen to. Mm-hmm. But I do listen to a good uh, Anderson Pack. Because they got Pack his name uh, separate. They got their name separated out separately in like the credits. It's like mm-hmm. Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack, and Silk Sonic. So. Just a heads up for people who may be like, why they keep popping up like that. Right. Uh, Kendrick, of course. Now I'm going to list a lot of Kendrick. Jasmine mm-hmm. Sullivan. Mm-hmm. So this list is it makes sense. Bruno Mars showed up. Silk Sonic showed up. Anita Baker showed up. And just so y'all know. Yeah, I love it. Um, so just so y'all know, we, we believe in raising our children right. So yes, we do. We switched from Baby Lullaby. To Anita Baker for sleepy time music. So <laughs> Brooklyn, Isn't she it sleeps. Appropriate? It is. So she sleeps um, to Anita Baker, and it's funny because on the monitor you can like hear Anita Baker in there just singing her heart out, and our daughter's knocked out. Um, D'Angelo, which mm. is, boom, makes boom, boom, sense, boom, boom. right? Don't don't. Tupac is next. Oh, makes a ton of sense. Um, Fred Hammond, which is surprising. I don't remember listening to much Fred Hammond this year. Okay. Um, Outcast makes perfect oh, sense. Oh, you're going deep into your list. Okay. Yeah, well, this I'm just showing the whole list that they kind of gave me there. Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Um, Tank, because I like listening to music about sex. It's, it's obvious. Uh, and then John Legend. I don't remember listening to a lot of John Legend this year. Mm. Or a lot of Fred Hammond. And I'm so, two people that I'm shocked that aren't on this list, Chris Brown and John P. Kidd. Shocked. That are on this list. A lot of people say that it's inaccurate. So let me round out my list. To finish it off, I had Wale, because Full Lauren had me in a chokehold. Still does. He did. Uh-huh. Um, look him. That is only because <laughs> my favorite 90s rap song that I mm-hmm. enjoy listening to. Now, that's the best song is Crush On You. It's yeah. my favorite rap song, 90s rap song that I love to listen to. Um, okay. And I used to host a workout class, and we did squash to that. Every class. So it got okay. a lot. It got a lot. Anybody who worked out with me says they now have PTSD when that song comes <laughs> on because we used to do like squash the whole song to that. So that's, I know I look him made it. Um, not surprised by Chance the Rapper. Okay. Being on there. Um, Juicy J. Um, okay. 6 Mafia as a group. Um, okay. Two Chains. The Clark Sisters. And I rounded out the year with Erica Badu. I don't remember listening to a lot of Erica Badu like that this yeah. year, but I do feel like there were a few Saturdays cleaning up. We was on um, Anita Hiatus that I played the um, the Erica Badu live album because that's my favorite Erica Badu album. Okay, and I know I just ran that thing. I know I ran. It. Oh, and I probably played her a lot too 
uh, around that time of the verses? Was that 2020 or was it 21? Mm, it's all been a blur. It's just it's all been a 2020 blur. and 2021. I don't, I don't but remember. But I feel like her verses also kind of reignited me to listen to it again, which it was supposed to do. Um, and it probably carried over into 21 if it was 2020. Um, but anyway, that's how I rounded up. I'm going to ask this one question. We ain't got to go okay. through the whole list, Brian. What was your top listened album? What did they say you listened to the most? Okay. I'm glad you asked. <clears throat> um, the top listened album was actually Music Soul Child, of course. Um, I lost where to go. Uh, Music Soul Child was the top listened album. It was he came out with a um, like a compilation, a compi- compilation yeah. where he re yeah, the compilation album he had. Um, that was the number one, but the actual number one actual just album, not a compilation, was Love and Music by Music Soul Child. Gotcha. Which might be I don't want to say it's his best album, but it's a it's a, it's an album. So my um, number one listen to oh and I'm, before I give you my I'm gonna ask you this what out of your top ten what was the most surprising album that they said you listened to the most? The Certified Lover Boy. Oh okay, so you didn't think you listened to it as much as they think? No, I don't you? think I listened to it as much as I, they said I did, but I was like, yes. Um, Got you. So oh, I found I ahead. found the album cover. I found the album cover. You got it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Just bad. Terrible. So my my number one listen album for this year was For Lauren by Wale. That's not shocking. It got 162 plays. (laughs) Oh, my plays weren't even that high. Mine was like 23, 24. Oh, bro. I've been wearing a thing thin. Um, And then the one that was most shocking for me was Mm -hmm. freaking That's What They All Say by Jack Harlow. I don't... Jack Harlow? Jack Harlow was my number nine most listened to album of the year. Like, I listen... Like, it's a... That album is solid. Don't get me wrong. And I actually okay. like Jack Harlow, but I don't know that I gave him that much playtime. That is um, shocking. Yeah, like I, at first I was a little bit shocked that One in a Million made the list. I'm like, no, Aaliyah had me in a chokehold when they re-released her music. She had right. me in a chokehold for like a whole month and a half. So I can kind of see, you know. Um, but yeah, Jack Harlow was super shocking, but. Um, so what else did you? So what else did you end up having in your? Because I, I have a top ten, but my two aren't aren't real. Like the first two are like yeah. Music. So my top ten was Fall Lauren is one, and Evening with mm-hmm. Silk Sonic is two. That is really Jaden and Josh because they want to hear skate every freaking day. <laughs> um, three was Beam Me Up, Scotty, Nicki Minaj mixtape, mixtape, uh, Certified Lover Boy by Drake, One in a Million, Aaliyah, Culture Three, Migos. Um, the show, the after part of the Hotel Joe to see, the hustle continues. Juicy J, um, that's what they all say. Um, that's what they all say by Jack Harlow, and then um, they got coach on her again because I think I was going through the deluxe, um, got the it. deluxe explicit, and then the clean version for the kids because I played Pop, the Pop was a Roller Stone sample. Mm-hmm. That thing. And when the kids was in the car, I, I had to find a clean version. So I guess it's my time. And I was trying to see if it was going to let me see like an 11 so I can give you another, like a real 10, but it's not letting me. Yeah, mine either. It's not like, My me first go. two are Brooklyn Music, then It's So Beautiful, the compilation, Love and Music, Confessions, uh, Chasing Summer by Sir, which is a really good album, uh, which I don't know why I didn't have, I guess, enough plays. And then Best of Anita Baker, that's more so Brooklyn, even though I listen to it too. Silk Sonic, Certified Lover Boy. And then this is Random. Acoustic throwback '90s rhythm and blues by Ernie Halter. Okay, it's a white dude. White dude that does acoustic R&B songs. So look at you, listen to Yeba's cousin. 
Um, <laughs> so since since we're here, let's stay here for a half a second and have okay. like a semi deep living room conversation, right? Okay. Um, what are some of the? Give me your top five favorite moments of 2021. Ooh, top five. Mm -hmm. Your top five personal favorite moments of 2021. And then maybe three things that you're going to. Oh, not even three things. Let's switch it up. Top five favorite moments of 2021 and your personal theme for 2022. Oh, top five favorite thing. Again, 2021 was a blur. Mm -hmm. So I know. It was the blood. (sighs) Yes. I know some. I know good things happened this year. Um, mm-hmm. definitely, you know, deepen some relationships with some folks, like, like yourself, of course, doing more of the podcast. Um, um, I love that. Seeing Brooklyn continue to grow. Second birthday. I love shot. Uh, back to, able to travel again. Mm-hmm. So I've been on some planes. That was good. Um, I don't know. I, it's kind of hard to say. I don't feel like there was anything major or memorable about this year if that mm-hmm. makes sense mm-hmm. uh, again like i feel like it's been all a blur um of course the live show was amazing mm-hmm. uh, to see the growth of the podcast this year i think this is for us to have done it together for a full it's the first full year doing it together yes sir like from january to december is our first full year um and i think it's been an amazing amazing time um man um visiting family and friends uh Kari has been, you know, a great thing this year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Picked up golf. I'm, I'm, I've noticed more than five. I'm just naming some things. Um, those are the things I can think of, and I'll let you go. Then I'll probably mention my, uh, my theme or for next year. What are yeah, your so five? sure. Um, so top five would definitely be um, rejoining Habitat. Okay. And getting to like what I would consider like my dream job or job that I love. Um, this is in no particular order. Definitely the live show. I agree with you there. Um, mm-hmm. like you said, the fact that we've grown and we were able to do that and curate that experience, um, for the people who support us and kind of be in the room with people who support us, like see that these people exist yeah. and like yeah. and you and I think Jackie said it when she was like, you know, when I first when she first started Green Type Gifts, it was like, oh, this is my auntie, this is my uncle, and I think the same right. thing for like when I started it by myself and I'm probably when you got on too, you're like, oh, these people who hit me up are like. You know, my friends, my cousin, my sister, right. my wife, whatever. But then, like, when we got to the live show, bro, there were legit faces I had. No. I mean, and Brian was like, who is that? But I don't know who it is. So, like, there were fake people there who we had yeah. no idea good who they were. Good number of people. Um, so, like, so that was that was super amazing. Um, what is something else? Um, I think working from home, like, I know that's oh, attached yeah. to Habitat. But working home. Oh, let me let me let me take that out. A top five moment was meeting one of my effect fitness goals, getting into what they call the pool pit on a Saturday. Um, I That's was in the front one. row in front of the mirror, so that was a top moment for me. Um, what was it? Um, oh, interviewing an NBA player and not being a sports fan, so I got to interview Harrison Barnes in real <laughs> that life, was cool. <laughs> and that was like real cool. Um, yeah. and oh, and oh, and like speaking of that, another top was actually getting hired by Blavity. Like I had to yeah. shoot my shot at them for like three or four years. So for them to like, you know, throw me a bone and hire me was like, it's pretty. And I've wrote some really great pieces for some really great companies um, right. supporting their brand and what they're doing. So um, mad excited about that. Are you, are you are you ready to give your theme or you got some you need some time to think about it? No, I, I know. I know what it is. Okay, go for it. Um, my theme is me, right? Ooh, um, similar. Go ahead. Me, 
my happiness, and I'm going to kind of get from context. And those of you that probably know me probably know how I am. I usually put everybody first. Like, I always think about, like, everyone else's happiness, everyone else's well-being, everyone else's feelings. All the time, putting my own feelings, my own well-being, my happiness on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Um, most of my life, I've kind of been like that, where I felt like, you know, let me let me put my feelings aside. I may not speak up on certain things. I may not start, say certain things because I don't want to, you know, my voice isn't important. My feelings aren't as important to somebody else. But then I'm, you know, therapy and other things about that, realizing that, like, you know, that's not just one, that's not sustainable. Um, mm-hmm. Two, um, your, even if, you know, other people's feelings matter, your feelings matter just as much as everyone else's. Yes, they do. Um, your happiness matters just as much as everyone else's. Um, so I, that's the thing I'm working on really is just being like, you know what? If it does not make me happy, I'm either not going to do it or uh, I'm going to really start putting myself first. Mm. Um, and I love that, you know, and no disrespect to anybody else's feelings. It's just I'm going to choose me over everyone else. Granted, Brooklyn, that's my child. I, you know, she did not be asked and put in this world. So, of course, she is number one on, on the list of my life. But other than that, like I'm literally just choosing myself, my happiness, my feelings, um, how I want to do things, what I want to do, where I want to do it. Um, and I've been saying, like, I'm tired of legit, just, you know, doing things for other people or mm-hmm. uh, or realizing that or not putting what I want to do. So, so if I don't want to do something, or I want to go somewhere. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. Do I, do I want to do it? I want to do this. And, and on no, top yeah. of that is. If you don't want to do it, that's fine. But this is what I want to do. Right. So not even and on top of that, not seeking the approval of other people who do or don't want to do something that I want to do. Mm-hmm. So it can be a situation where, like, you know, I want to go here. Right. And you can be like, no, nah, Brian, I don't, I don't want to go there. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to go. <laughs> and we can. <laughs> because I still want to go. Right. But I still want to go. Um, and just think about considering life. Right. Considering how life is. Uh, I would hate to one be miserable um, because I didn't do the things that I wanted to do based off of somebody else not wanting to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then regret not doing it or resent someone else for, for me not doing that. Uh, so that's, that's my thing. My theme is me uh, doing what I want to do, putting myself first um, in almost every situation. Like I said, Brooklyn, of course, is going to be the, the, uh, the caveat there, the but uh, sure. exception to the rule, but I'm really putting myself first Um uh, because it's time. I'm 36, turning 37 next year. Nigga, 40 is. I'm knocking on 40, uh, and there's some things oh. that I want knocking on it. And you're 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 gonna you're gonna be in your mid mid 30s next year. No, no, no. You still mid 30s or 35? 35. Okay, <laughs> I'll be 33. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's at this point, you know, you're 40. I, you're almost 40. Yeah, I'm, I'm turning 37 next year. Have you so forget? Have you gotten your first gray pube? Uh, I've been at great people, bro. <laughs> but I'm, I'm great. I get great. My beard is great. My hair is great. You know, great people is nothing. But, that's that's uh, yeah. nothing. That's nothing. Yeah, but the year of me. Uh, so if y'all get a, I got a salt and pepper nut sack. Go ahead, bro. Listen, <laughs> listen. Salt and pepper adds flavor and season. Ah, push it. <laughs> but that's this it. This podcast me, is out of control. Go ahead. It is out of control. What about you, Josh? Um, so I was just talking to someone yesterday about uh, this is the year that I'm betting on me. So I said, when you say yeah, the year good. of me, I was like, it's mm-hmm. it's so similar and it resonates because if Brian, you know me, 
Yeah. I am the guy that people typically call like Josh. I had this idea. I want you on my team. I want you to help right. me think through it. And oftentimes right. I used to always put everything that I'm doing to the side to make sure right. everyone else thrives. I'm gonna okay. make sure your business plan is together. I'm gonna make sure you have all your things in place. I'm going to mm-hmm. execute, 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 execute for you. Right. And I even did that in the church. Like the previous ministry that I was with, I built three ministries from the ground up. You sure did. Like programming everything. No pay, no solid thank yous. No, none of that. And not that I necessarily did it for those reasons, but I put I did all that stuff oftentimes at the expense of really doing what I wanted to do. Even when we talked about the journey of this podcast, right? right? How it started off as an independent podcast and then we went into this co-hosting format. Like maybe we'll get into it one day. Um, how this started off as our foursome group chat, the four of us, yes. the four friends yes. talked about doing, you know, this podcast called Accidentally Correct. Um, shout yeah, out to them. Maybe that could be some merch. Uh, we gonna maybe. we gonna use that somewhere somehow someday. Um, but anyway, but how like I know Brian was still game forward. I wanted to do something, but we kind of it kind of like naturally dissolved and you know disinterest yeah. and competing priorities. And you know I was right. like, you know what, it's okay. But but I, but I've always really wanted to do a podcast. So like right. not allowing what I would like something clicked in me in twenty twenty was like I'm gonna do this anyway, right? Right. And thankfully I did it. But even in 2020, 2021, I still found myself sometimes like, you know what? Okay, cool. Whatever you want to do, you know, you know, let, let, let me press pause and, I'm, and let me help you work through it. But one of right. the greatest things that I've learned to implement, shout out to therapy. Oh, and I had my last, ther- my, my therapist discharged me yesterday. Wow. I graduated. Graduation. Yeah. I, Graduation. We can talk about that in Black Men's Self-Care. Um, but what was I about to say? One of, one of the tools that I've learned was that everybody's emergency is not my priority. Oh, that's good. Um, and it just brought so much clarity to how I navigate spaces for me and what I'm willing. So I'm willing to invest in me. So if that means that, you know, I got to choose between this thousand dollar like three day masterclass or this thousand dollar trip. I'm doing the master right. class. You know right. what I'm saying? Because if it's something I feel like it's going to benefit me. And I think, right. you know, and that kind of kind of spoke to the live event we had, Brian. You know what I'm saying? We was like, if they don't show up, they don't show up. But we're going to invest oh, in yeah. us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we did it. And it was dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, I mean, we ain't going to hold you. We weren't out here with like 9,000 people. But we had a oh, quality yeah. event. Oh, yeah. We felt the good love. We had great good, people, good great vibes and great things. And it was that kind of stuff that allows us to be like, the fact that we get on this mic every week is investing yes. in us, taking out the time and doing it, blocking out other things to make it happen. Um, right. So yeah, that's my theme for the for next year, and you know, and and not even waiting to January one. You know, shout out to how we ended this this year. You know, kind of right. getting prepared now, like right. legit going into twenty twenty two already with that mindset. And like you said, it's no, it's not disregarding my children, my wife, my my parents, mm-hmm. but it's like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a good husband, I'm gonna be a good dad, right? But I'm gonna also be a good Josh. I'm gonna be good right. to Josh, right? And you know, and to like Brian's point, like, hey, bro, like, bro, you want to go out? Nope, I got this thing I need to do. And it's right. what it is. And it's like, it's almost like working out. You want to do something, you want to brunch? No, I got effect fit. You can go to effect fit anytime. I can, but I'm still not going to your brunch if it completes right. with, with my workout time. Because right. this is about me and my body right. goals and betting on me, right? So right. anyway, so that's that. The last thing I wanted to ask you before we wrap up, okay, whatever this living room hodgepodge of an episode is, <laughs> is um, urge. what are you doing in terms of, I know you're the Grinch, but we close. Brian, we're a week away. <laughs> so what are you doing to prepare for Christmas and uh, how how are you officially celebrating? Uh, uh, well, I, I did purchase gifts. I bought, I bought gifts. Um, I'm taking the last two weeks off of work. We love that. Um, so I'm I'm not working. Um, 
going out of town as we normally do, as customarily, going out of town for a couple of weeks. Well, for a week or so, coming back home. Uh, but yeah, that's not pretty much what I'm doing. We, the music is playing. The tree is up. Um, gifts have been purchased. Uh, I'm going to be wrapping some gifts sometime soon. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Just I'm really going to try to take these two weeks um, as family, friends, fun. And uh, I believe next year is going to be a whirlwind of a year uh, for me, for my family. Even, I'm sure even for you. I feel like we have a lot of stuff in the pipeline um, together. Personally, that's going to be crazy. So I'm going to take these last two weeks to just just rest up. Um, not rest up in terms of our rest up. Don't clock up out of here on me, Reverend. <laughs> nah, to um, really just take this time to sit down for a little bit. I kind of know 2022 is going to be a crazy year. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the shenanigans of it all. Oh, we're going to have a time. Um, I believe it. I believe it. What about you? Time. Are you? You know, I've been celebrating since this November 1st. Uh, but my tree <laughs> is officially up there. Our presents under the tree. I bought presents. I think I am done shopping for everyone except my grandmother. Okay. And it's it for somebody who's lived 95 years of African American life. Right. What do you give them? Right. What do you what do you give them? Um so Jaden actually said, let's get grandma some house shoes. Like, oh my grandmother loves a house shoe. She's older. Man, a guy picked up some UGG house shoes. I said, not for $150. <laughs> not for $150. We go, you know, oh you know, I am old school. We'll get us some isotoners. <laughs> get us some isotoners. But no, bro, I really don't. She's the only person level. No, we're we're deep in it. Um, mm-hmm. my my parents are coming to my mom, dad, and grandmother are coming to Atlanta. Okay, so we're hosting. Um, my college friends and I, we always get together and we do a um a secret Santa. So we're you know we're pulling names at well we're not pulling names, revealing gifts at our house. Okay, so that's going to be right. a thing. Um, I think a cousin. Um, is having a Christmas holiday thing. I, I have okay. been invited to a couple of ugly Christmas sweater parties and things that I may or may not go to. Um, right. But we'll see. We'll see how it all pans out because my mom will be like, my mom will be here next week, so I can dip out the house. Um, right. you know, in-house <laughs> babysitter. Um, but right. yeah, man, that's how I'm celebrating. Music's going, watching the movie. I have not watched Almost Christmas yet. Oh. And I need to watch. Either. I haven't watched this Christmas yet. Um, I haven't watched any Christmas movie. I, yet. I, I, I watched the that. new Home Alone, which was so bad. No thanks. And we watched oh, we watched Elf last uh, Friday. Okay. Oh, because we do a family. Jaden is adamant about his family movie night, so we watched Elf. And this new movie on HBO Max called Eight Bit Christmas. It was like pretty much the phenomenon around the Super Nintendo. Um, okay. Kind of corny white movie, but you know it's it's family friendly. It's, it, it gets okay. the job done. Um, but that's it, bro. Caroling through the night because this Christmas will be a very special Christmas for very you and who Christmas. you and, and me. me. All yes. right. Um, with that being said, understood and accepted, Brian. You know, it's been a great year. It's a wonderful year. It's been a great year. Um, mm. It's been a great. We'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll do this when we wrap up. Um, Black man self care. You want to get into it real fast? Let's do it. Let's do it. Ooh, Woosah. All right, we are here at Black Man Self Care, where you know we are taking care of our black bodies, and we said earlier we we're taking care of us, where we're betting on ourselves, we're investing in ourselves, right? Uh, so, Josh, what are you doing to take care of your black body? Um, rest. No. So we're going on break, and it's intentional. Mm-hmm. And not only my break from the podcast, I took off the last about week and a half of the year. Um, yep. so I'm working like I'm a, technically on the clock next Monday, and there's a couple of days in there the week after where I'm like on the clock, but everybody's off and I won't be reporting to anyone. So I am resting intentionally um, yep. and just 
Yeah, I'm, and, I, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to actually rest. Now, there's a big project yeah. that I have coming out in February where I may like do a few things on that to advance that. But beyond that, and that's only because it's time sensitive, not because right. I'm so like, I, I'm not going to take time off. But I'm going to rest, right. bro. That's what I'm, I'm going to enjoy family. I'm going to enjoy um, whatever comes my way in these next two weeks. How about you? So, same exact thing. I can't say anything better. Um, I'm, I'm going to rest. Um, I'm probably, unless I need to, <clears throat> won't even get a haircut. I'm just going to just, you know, let my life. Now, wait a minute. Um, you know, unless I go somewhere. If I need to get a haircut, I'm going to get one. But uh, I'm going to rest, uh, relax, enjoy family, enjoy friends. Uh, I, I'm even, and I put on my calendar, I've been telling people, even my people that I work with, I'm saying, hey, this is two weeks. I'm out of here. So, uh, yeah, uh, I have a work phone and a cell phone. Uh, so I may probably leave. I'm not operating, but I'm not going to answer them or respond as quickly as I probably would have in, in the past. Uh, that's it. I'm resting. I need to rest because again, 2022 is going to be a, a big year. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. That's what's up, bro. Um, did Rodney Jenkins give us one more letter for 2021? Oh, let me go in the PO box and see what we have here. And oh, yes. yes, we do have Wait a minute, something Mr. in the PO box. Hey, hey, Mr. Postman. Let's do it. Oh, let's do let's it. <laughs> All right. Oh, yes. Wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Wait, hey, 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 Mr. Postman. All right, good people. We are here at the post office box. And as always, and for the last time of 2021, we have your letter. So please, while we're on break, send us all the mess. That oh, happened man. at Christmas, the bad gifts that you got, the things that went down, because we may we may read three, four, five of y'all letters at the top right. of the year to make sure we that we're not backed up. All right. But the way that you can do that is you can send your letters and your questions to ask, that is A-S-K, the GXR at gmail.com, and we will possibly read your letter out loud. We will give you a pseudonym because we respect your privacy and we're going to give you the best. And I mean the best. Non-professional. The best. Um, therapeutic advice you can get on Cicely Tice's internet. So, Brian, who do yes. we have in terms of pronouns Our and what do they want? <clears throat> pronouns, uh, because we do respect pronouns on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, pronouns are he, him. Mm. Clarence Claus. Clarence Claus. Wonderful. <clears throat> Shouts out to Green Top, green top Gifts. Right? Shouts out. You can go get your uh, Christmas apparel, gifts, whatever you need. Last you thing, right Jigsaw 20. It's the last time to use Jigs- it. Knock it out. Right. Knock it out. Do it this week. Support Black Business. Support us. Uh, GreenTopGifts.com. Jigsaw 20. Get as much stuff as you can. I bought my stuff. Josh bought his stuff. Continue to buy and purchase uh, from friend of the podcast, friend of real life, Jackie Rogers. Josh's my cousin. cousin. My cousin. All right. <laughs> uh, with that being said, right, Clarence Claus says, hello, guys. Love the show. I have a quick question. Okay. Me and my college friends were in a group chat and a topic around sex and Christmas came up. Okay. Interesting. I wanted to get your take on it because we were divided. The question is, is sex a Christmas gift? Okay. I got a feeling you're going to agree with me as a hard no. Love the show. Clarence Claus. Um, hard no. Hard no. <laughs> That's simple. <laughs> That's simple. Like Chris, like vagina, dingling, head, whatever you want to call it. Sexual intercourse is not a gift. In my estimation, my like you can wrap it, you can 
dress it up. You can unwrap it, whatever it is. I am. I'm, I, it's hard. No, it is not a gift. Um, so don't say I'm giving somebody the vagina or whatever or the thing thing uh, for Christmas because it's not a gift. I don't care what you try to do and say what it is. Um, I do believe that it is not a gift. So it's a hard no. Um, I, you know, I do. I appreciate it. Yes, I like it. But if you buy, if you be like, hey, come get this for Christmas. Like, no, like you can save that. You can keep that. Yeah, we're not turning down the six. Right. But not, it is not a Christmas gift. It's not a gift. Yeah. Like, no. And if you no, and your partner have decided not to exchange gifts and talk to your friends in the group chat, then that's one thing. Right. But right. you buy, it's almost like Valentine's Day, anniversary, and birthday. You buy lingerie and stuff. I'm going to enjoy you in it. Eventually, right. I'm going to enjoy you out of it, too, because that's the whole point. Right. But that is not a gift. It's not. It's not a gift. That's something that you just did. You kind of spruced it up for the night. Um, right. But that's not that's not a gift. They it's just not. put it out it's there. Just it's, just not, it's just not. Um, and I, and I, I'm, I'm a little interested on how sex and Christmas came right up in the same conversation. You know, maybe maybe the conversation might have been like, you know, how do you have sex at you know at your in laws' house or something like that. Like, or maybe, know? or maybe it was maybe I want to have sex for the first time. We've been dating for four months, and I want to give him some on Christmas. Oh, give love on Christmas Day. On Christmas Day. <laughs> I love it. And Kendrick say, Tom, Vicky, Harry, and Susan, too. Need love every day as much as you give love. Yeah. Yeah. So give, give all the love on Christmas Day. Give it away. Give it. And make it's sure better. that Christmas box is shiny. You know what that means? <laughs> It ain't no hair on it. <laughs> wax that you gotta be waxed and backs for Christmas. Wax, wax. that monkey. <laughs> Speaking of waxing, make sure y'all wax. Uh, make sure y'all around wax. family and friends. Santa Claus is back. Right. Let's go out there and do it. Do it for your families. Get oh get COVID. T- uh, this is not in the in the in the letter. I don't know why I'm going to this rap. But hey, let the sure Lord lead you. To- Get your COVID test before you go home to visit your family members, your family and friends, all that kind of stuff. Get tested, know your status. Um, I would suggest we're how many how many days out are we from Christmas? Literally, like maybe ten, maybe. Yeah. So maybe. the time is to, is to get the test now, so that you can quarantine in a sufficient amount sufficient amount of time frame, just in case. Uh, I got tested uh, yesterday, and I'm going to probably get tested again just to make sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, I am. Uh, I am COVID free before I go around family and friends. We got babies coming by. We got old folks. Uh, so I'm definitely going to be taking care of my black family uh, by making sure that I am uh, vaxxed. And I already have the uh, all three shots and I'm also doing some testing as well. Uh, so just a quick recommendation uh, for that. That's what's up, man. I agree. Um, if that's the if that's been said, understood, and accepted, um, right. let's go into <laughs> let's go into the greater conversation one last time. Let's do it. Let me talk. Let me talk. All right, greater conversation. Uh, this is the point of those that don't know have ever heard the podcast before. We get things off of our chest, right? We talk. It's not good walking around with you know. Issues and struggles. You don't want no and in twenty two. We don't, you know. So just like you know, people say it all the time. You know, tomorrow's not promised. Custom out today. Um, so, Josh, do you have anything you want to get off your chest uh, before we go into the new year? Kinda, but I think I want to tag team with you because I think I know what you want to do. Okay, it is a father son duo. 
They have rhyming oh. names. Okay. Percy and Hersey. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you want to give them context, my brother? <laughs> yes, we will definitely do that. All right, so, <clears throat> so um, Percy and Hersey. For those that don't know, Percy, uh, his goes by the name of Master P. That's his, his hip-hop name mm-hmm. in the industry as Master P. Media mogul, music mogul, uh, multi-millionaire. He has the bread. He has multiple children. And last year or so, I want to say he's been on his huge push. We're just in a lot of people in general have been to to grow our HBCUs. Yep. Okay. Yep. I think Josh gave me an interesting stat recently. I think you said that Spellman has the biggest endowment with like 300 something million. Yep. Right. The biggest uh, HBCU and Harvard endowment. is like. Yes. Based HBCU endowment, but then like Harvard had their endowment was like what was like billions or something like that. Fifty two billion. Fifty two billion. All right. So with that being said, you know we understand that Spellman is getting all the money, and then shouts out to Samuel Jackson. They're giving five million dollars. They don't need five million dollars, so they're getting more and more money. So the biggest or the largest HBCU endowment is it is like a penny. It's it's shillings. It's it's. Basically, like a roll of nickels in comparison to Harvard's endowment, which means for those that know what endowment is, the amount of money that they got. Essentially, mm-hmm. we're gonna use that, make it lamest terms. So, with that being said, uh, Master P has been saying recently, I want to grow HBCUs. Then the game said, I want well, to buy purchase. I want to buy one. I want. I want one of my own. As if you can just go to the go to the lot and say, I want that. Right. Um, so you know, he you know, like other people have been sending their kids to HBCUs. His son accepted an offer. To play at TSU, which is in Nashville, uh, to play basketball. But recently, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, he said he's taking his son out of uh, TSU because they don't have enough resources for trainers and for the basketball program. And it's not an adequate school for his son because there's not enough resources. So um, I read the article and I was extremely upset because at first you was talking about you want to buy an HBCU. And then number two, you're talking about, I'm going to pull my son from a school because they don't have enough money <clears throat> or resources to provide. And the and to me, that seems like a, a dumb decision in considering the fact that you're saying, I'm, instead of just, you know what, I'm going to try to find some people in my resources, my network, who can potentially help us raise money or bring awareness. Yeah, right? for sure. Like you're a phone call away from, from Diddy. You're a phone call away from Dr. Dre. You're a phone call away from all of these people, right? Uh, but instead of you know trying to raise money for the school, which we understand, like, I, I, I said that this is not his responsibility, right? But in, in essence, you know, it's it's something you can take on and say, hey, you know what? Instead of pulling my son from this school, right? I'm going to give money to the school. I'm you know I'm going to give money to the basketball program. I'm going to bring my friends, my family, maybe do a a, a benefit concert or create a fund, do something. Instead of pulling your child out of the school, and this what's frustrating too is if you see Master P saying, "You know what? I'm taking my son out of this HBCU. What's going to happen to the other kids? What's mm-hmm. going to happen to the other folks who, you know, see that? Right? What kind of message is that saying that I'm going to take my child out of this HBCU and we're going to put him in a, in a PWI who yes, already has see. the money, right? Right? Who already has the resources? Like, so this could have been a great opportunity to like be like Deion Sanders." And you brought your sons to the HBCU. You intentionally went to the HBCU. You uh, recruited and you you told other your friends and family members to coach at HBCUs. And then on top of that, Dion used his personal endorsements to then sponsor his school. Right. So Subway and Nike and 
Aflac, all these school and, and, and even television things. So he created revenue to pay for or help create the um, the opportunity for the students. So instead of pulling your child, you could have literally having all the resources, you could have done things, uh, use your businesses, whatever it is to raise money for the school instead of pulling your child. So that, that really was upsetting to me. And I, and I did not like it. It upset me and my homegirls, too. Because if you can't go to HBCU, then where can you go? Where can um, you go? Where can you go? And and, and but but Brian, that's an amazing point. It, I mean, yes, HBCUs do struggle with resources, right? So even like your your <clears throat> excuse me, your Spelman, your Howards, your Hamptons, your Morehouses, you know, all the ones that get called out more frequently. Right. Like, bro, when I was at Morehouse, we had no Starbucks and Chick Fil A. We had a Jasmine's <laughs> and a snack cafe, and right. we were one of the most touted. Um, HBCUs that the, you know that there are, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. and our and our sports facilities aren't that great. Forbes Arena is pretty mm-hmm. dope, but y'all got to know the history. Forbes was used for the Olympics, right. and but since it was built and remodeled and everything on our campus, we got the benefit from that work. But that's not because we were investing in that size and caliber right. of a basketball stadium. You know what I'm saying? A basketball arena, right. weather. So like you have to understand that a lot of HBCUs do not have resources. They lack resources. They're tight on resources. And it is. And when we decide to make these big blanket statements that we want to support, we can't run away from the work. Nope. And that's that was my issue. You're running away from the work. Now, to Brian's right. point, it's not necessarily your responsibility because you are not a coach and you didn't sign up to help do whatever these things are. But exactly. as a parent, as, as somebody who was openly and loudly advocating for HBCUs mm-hmm. and to even to Brian's point that you made saying the egregious things of wanting right. to buy one, like bro, you can't <laughs> buy an HBCU. But like if you are that committed to the, the the furthering of these institutions, then like you know what I'm saying, just like Brian told us, there are so many ways you could have done this. You yep. could have you could have hosted the No Limit Soldier Tour on their campus, right? Yep. And donate, you know, put like there's there's I mean, that's just a small thing. Right. Oh yeah. You could have contracted some some top tier uh, athletic trainers and whatever to be mm-hmm. a part of their program. You could have completely upgraded and remodeled their athletic facilities. Right. Yeah. These are the type of things that you could have done that will push them forward because they already they already play like Tennessee State is one of the few HBCUs. I'm not mistaken. They play D one ball. Mm-hmm. Um, they play in one of like the them nondescript get no attention <laughs> kind of conferences but they do right. you know because, because they want the, they want some of the TV time they want because they right. don't play a lot of other HBCUs and I got friends at TSU who said they don't like that because they don't get to have the more lit games <laughs> like other HBCU, you know schools right. experience but anyway Master P like there's no way that you can want to advocate to push the community forward and then run away from the work that the community needs in terms of resources Right. It, it doesn't work like that, my friend. It doesn't work like exactly. that. Exactly. So with that right. being said, understood and accept, this has been the final episode. Yes. The final episode of 2021. Um, I always give y'all thanks. But I want to thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank Definitely. You, thank you. Thank you so much for rocking with us for so many episodes. I think this episode would be number 74 or 5 when it drops. I, 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 I lost count. Apple will tell y'all. Um, right. But thank y'all for rocking with us that long. Thank y'all for keeping me and Brian in your prayers and staying Definitely. interested and you know downloading and telling a friend to tell a friend. So tell a friend, tell a friend. And if you didn't like this week's episode, that's fine because we was just talking crazy cash money right. um, today. We had no, we had no organization. This it was the African American urge to listen. <laughs> it was the African American urge to not work while you're on the clock, and that's what the podcast was. We are not right. working. We are done. Our brains are tired. Listen, so we didn't have capacity for all that stuff. All right. that stuff. So, Brian, tell the people as we go into 2021, 
a few things they can expect and how they can keep up with us in the meantime till we come back. Right. So in the meantime, uh, please look out. I'm pretty sure probably going to drop like a best of episode. Please check that out. Oh, yeah. Uh, go out there and just listen to episodes like. Right. So just go out there. We have a whole year worth of episodes. Just find one. Listen to them over the vacation. If you're going on road trips, listen to the episodes. If you're going on a plane, listen to the episodes. And with around family and friends, we haven't even heard about the Jigsaw Podcast. Let them know about it. We do appreciate you and your support. Uh, as always, make sure you go out there and rate us uh, five stars or nothing at all. We are on every single platform you can think of in terms of podcasting. Uh, leave a comment. Let us know how great we are. Uh, go out there and uh, if you have a person that you want to see on the podcast, go on there, mention their comments, whatever it is. And Tell them now so we can the book them for 22. Yep. And speaking of that, hey, you know, listen, you know, if you, there's a certain topic you want us to talk about, you know, let us know. We're, you know, at, uh, go to the Jigsaw Podcast at Gmail, right? Go to our website. I think on our website, we have something where you can put some information in as well. Uh, the Jigsaw Podcast.com. Follow us on social media. You can DSM, DM us if you have a suggestion for an episode or something you want to hear us talk about on the Jigsaw Podcast. Follow me. Uh, I am Brian Hare. Follow Josh. I am Josh Rogers. We love you. We appreciate you. Um, for this year, heads out. Is there any, I guess, words of wisdom that you want to leave or encourage the people before we uh, sign off uh, until next year? I can't sign off without doing it. Okay. Keep smiling. <laughs> Keep shining. No, I'm done. I'm done. No, <laughs> do what you can while you can in the very best ways that you can. But in all you're doing, please, y'all, don't end this year with your work undone. We love y'all. See you in 2022. See you.